Hi, and welcome to Ian Wants to Learn. I'm Patrick. And I'm Ian. And I want to learn. What would you like to learn about today, Ian? Tits. No, no, no. <laughs> that is not the case. No. How old no. are you now? What's that? How old are you now? How old am I now? How old are you? I'm literally the exact same age as you, so I guess I'm that old. You're 38. You need to know about tits. <laughs> You need I to still learn. Haven't you, figured it took out. you this long to I, learn. <laughs> I'm still really trying to figure the whole thing out. It's very confusing. Uh, no, I would like to learn about bras. Mm-hmm. So, still in the boob family, really? Yes. <laughs> the, the boob support system. I, I'm almost afraid to ask this, but why do you want to learn about bras? <laughs> They're so hard to get off. No, uh, I've always wondered to myself. Like I know. The fact that the bra was invented by a man, I feel like, is one of those little trivia tidbits that you you always hear. And I've always thought to myself, like, what? I mean, okay, not why. We all know just men for a while there invented pretty much everything, and they didn't really give a shit whether, you know, it worked or not. But, like, a hysterectomy. Um, you know, <laughs> that was a man's idea. Well, because they did, you know, the, the barbaric surgeries they would do on women. It's not the point. Look. <laughs> it's like, okay, where are we going now? I don't have anything on her strike to me. But bras are something that were invented by men. And I've thought to myself, like, well, what? Do you know that? I guess I don't know. I thought that. Maybe that's an urban legend. I don't know. I'm telling you what, I, oh, I'm what I'm coming now. into this with. I'm excited oh, good. now. Oh, boy. So, okay. okay so my assumption, mm-hmm. what I feel like I was told, probably by some douchebag in fifth grade, <laughs> is that bras were invented. Right? That's when you hear these kinds of rumors. Uh, right, right. Invented by a man, and I always thought to myself, like, well, why? Like, what was the purpose of it for a man to invent a, a bra? Like, those boobs swing too much. We've got to reel them in. <laughs> now that said, I I do recognize that you look at if you look at athletes or something when you've got two large things in front of you and you're trying to run or do athletic things, you got to sort of like you know you got to tamp them down. Um, right. Same or with like a dude a, with like, a big dick, you know? Right, or if you have, like, a jock strat, you don't want your balls, like, flying Right, you around. don't want your balls swinging around. Yeah. I've yeah. certainly run and slapped a ball on a thigh, and it hurts, right. you know? Yeah. We've all been down that road. <laughs> <laughs> Just clip it there. I've certainly run. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Sure, yeah. I, it just, it's a weird thing, because I feel like it's, like, this restrictive piece of clothing that I guess serves a practical function but especially nowadays i feel and living in la i don't know if you see this in new york i feel like the bra is sort of i'm not gonna say on the way out but i feel like i see a lot less bras you know (laughs) and i'm like well so women are are rolling around without bras now which is great do you just but i was like all women ian is checking to see if you're wearing a bra (laughs) no i'm not he sees a lot of it (laughs) he's observed a lot <laughs> this show isn't gonna go well. Yeah, every woman me, that listens. I saw our demographics. Spotify says like a th- like for our Spotify listeners, a third yep. of them are women, and they've all checked out now. They're like, I'm not, I'm not, I can't do this. But the men have all turned it up. Um, yes, <laughs> we've gained it, more. It, it it just seemed like an odd invention, especially if it was from a man. But like, why? Why was it invented when it was invented if it hadn't existed before? Like, what did people do before if it's so important? And then it also it's also like I assume it plays a part in sexual representation. Like bras can f- like form a breast. 
Like if you look in like the fifties and everybody had their cone breasts and it was like, Oh, that's weird. And then like, you know, now it's more like form fitting and like, you well, know, and then there's like the stuff about the Amazons where they'd like cut off a boob so they could better shoot a bow and arrow. And like, you know, it, it's, it's just, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. I mean, while I do have boobs, no one's really invented a bra from uh, the bro. If you know, it's still Seinfeld there, but like, I, you know, I don't, it doesn't seem necessary unless, you know, you personally want it. And now it's gotten to a point it's like ankles, you know, like ankles were sexy for a while. That doesn't make any sense to me. But like now boobs have become sexy because we've like put them behind multiple layers of clothes. And now women who do wear a bra don't want to not or they don't want to not wear a bra because then they'll be like, well, then creeps are going to look at my boobs. Well, have you ever asked a woman why she wears a bra? Um, Yeah, yeah, yes, I have. And have they told you why? I mean, you're like, why do women wear bras? I feel like some say it's societal norm you know Uh you know i don't want them to see my nips or (laughs) i don't want people to look at me or Uh they're big and i don't want them to flop it around or right you know i don't know okay i mean i feel like they've all got different answers like you you know why do i definitely ask the woman who's who's were big you definitely asked her i'm sure yeah 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 look i you know (laughs) oh this is this is gonna be a lot more fun now that i think that your mom listens to this so this is gonna be a lot more fun All right, let's get into it. Let's not hear okay. all your pontificating. Let's get into it. Okay, that's you know what? That's for the best. Before we do, I do want to talk one thing. And I may have talked about this briefly on a prior show. But the last show, I was talking about my son. He was playing with the globe. And he, he likes, like, Antarctica. And at one point, he mentioned something about, like, going down to Antarctica and, like, bringing ice to, like, keep the, the penguins cold because they're running out of ice or, like, the the polar bears or whatever he said. I forget what he said specifically. In case the thieves have stolen the rest of the ice. Yes. There. Yes. Because he's like, he knows, like, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but like we've watched nature shows and every nature show you watch, it talks about like the polar bears or whatever animal. It's like you learn about the animal. And then at some point in the documentary, it's like, but they're all dying now because the planet's burning and there's nowhere for them to live. So sorry guys. And so he's like, he knows this now. Like, he understands that, like, the earth is melting and there's nowhere yeah. for these things to live now. And I'm like, fuck, I, I don't even know what to tell you now, kid. I don't know how to process this. I don't know how to explain this to you. Sorry, we, I, we you know, we just didn't care enough. I, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Well, at some point he's going to be like. Somebody had to work. So. Why did you, you know. have me when you knew the world was <laughs> yeah. ending? Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know, man. I guess we thought it might get better. We and thought we, the children it got are our way worse. <laughs> it got way worse. <laughs> yeah, I just I just thought that was funny. I don't. Yeah. You had one thing I don't remember. Yeah, well, you you mentioned that you know, watching nature shows, so I was I was thinking that while we don't watch nature shows, my wife and I will sometimes watch like house shows or oh, home improvement yeah. shows, shit like that, uh-huh. and. Like for a while house, we watched house porn. Is that what you house call porn. it? House yeah, that's what I call yeah. it. House porn. Like love it or yeah. list it. Recently we were watching a show called like Ugly Houses. Uh-huh. You know, just shit like that. And my wife watches more of it than I do because at a certain point you're just like I can't deal with like any of this. But <laughs> right. but there's a show called Ugly uh, Ugliest House in America or Ugly Houses or something. And, and the, oh my God. the theme of the show is like each episode they go to four different ugly houses and the winner of this competition will get $150,000 to help like redo their house in it. It's like, there's all these people that bought these houses from like just crazy people who built their own house and were like, Oh, I've got lumber. Let me put it on here. And Oh, I'm going to use this giant rock as a wall. And 
you know, let me build a water ha waterfall inside of my house. And then, like, millennials come along, and they're like, we need houses, and I can buy this house for, like, $20,000 <laughs> under asking price. Right. And so they buy a house, and probably because they've watched a lot of house porn, they're like, we can renovate the house ourselves. Oh, my God. We've watched, we've watched you know, uh, Jesus in Texas Fixes a House. I'm sure that's the name of a show. But, like, <laughs> I was like, is that a show? <laughs> but I believe very religious, you, you know, for a second. Or, you know, it's a lot of millennials who, like, buy these houses, and they're like, well, they're cheap, and they're interesting looking, and we can probably fix them up on our own. And then they get to a point. I would keep the waterfall, for sure. Oh, I would absolutely keep the waterfall. <laughs> I mean, the waterfall didn't work anymore, so I would have spent the money to, like, fix the waterfall. Oh, my God. That's of course it point. didn't work anymore. Yeah. It's it's kind of an amazing show because the, the, the houses they go to are, like, there were a couple where I was like, that house does not need to be changed. And Jillian was just like, oh, my God. See, my, my parents do the murder porn. And okay. I was talking, like, I think that it's, like, some people would get really into that. In case you don't know, murder porn is, like, these true crime shows. I don't know any of the names because I don't watch this, but they're uh, better than that. No, it's just like because I visited my parents and they're like watching this shit. And it's like, I don't I don't get the draw on this. What was it? What was like criminal intent or criminal mind? Oh, like or the something? actual like act like fictional TV shows. Well, so the, the no, fictional ones that like are based on it, but they'll do also right, do right. the other ones that are real ones that. Right, right, right. You know, and I'm like, oh, you're, and you're talking about the ones that are like, it's a new like every episode. is like a different murder. Right, right. Okay, I thought you were talking about like the the, the documentary shows. They'll that are do like... both. That's the thing. Okay. They, they watch both, and I'm, it's as long just as like somebody when gets I visit them, yes, <laughs> it's just like all day they're just consuming. And I was like, I think it's like an escape, like boomer, like married couples. They want right. to murder each other because they've been together forever, but they can't. And then so they just live vicariously through the people in these shows that that murder their spouses. That's my guess. Well, there you go. So millennials have house porn because we're never going to be able to buy houses. Right. There you go. And that's why we watch these shows because you're like, look at these houses that we'll never be able to afford. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Someone gets to live there. Well, and then it's like, but if we can find an affordable shitty house, we can go on a TV show and they'll fix it for us. Like, we're dumb. And then yeah. boomers watch murder porn. Yeah. Because nobody watches regular porn anymore. Right. Right. Because we're too busy looking at houses and dead people. We don't have time yeah. to have sex. But if you did look at porn, you might see bras. Let's <laughs> let's get into. It. I have to applaud that. That was that was well done. Well done. Sources are the Atlantic, NPR, Encyclopedia.com, CNN, National Museum of American History, Macy's, and Atlas Obscura. There's no Pornhub. No. Have you ever heard a bra described as an over-the-shoulder boulder holder? I believe I have actually. I saw that in an article. Funny enough, I believe it was on NPR. And <laughs> I was like, I've heard that before. And then so then I was like, well, of course, I have to Google other slang terms for bras. I don't know yeah. if you want to hear these. Please, no. Yes, I mean, yes, please, yes, sorry. Booby traps. Booby traps. I get it. Hooter harness. <laughs> Rack pack. Dumpling holders. Booby blankets, titty okay. tamers, ah. titty tents, breast bags, double-barreled booby holsters, <laughs> chest rest, upper decker flopper stopper, wow, nipple knapsacks. I got those from a blog called Ballatory. I don't know. I I just I thought that was fun. I thought that would be nipple fun way to open that up. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of slang terms for breasts. Obviously, I didn't yeah. want to go through that because then I. It would take all night. 
but I always found the, uh, the funniest term probably sweater puppies. I always thought that sweater was the most ridiculous thing. Yeah, I like bazoombas. <laughs> There's a lot That's of ba- bazoomba, like bazongas. There's a lot bazongas, of buzz, buzz yeah. whatever. There's just gibberish words with that yeah, start with yeah. B. Again, I apologize to every woman that has turned this off now. Please come back for next week's next next episode. Yeah, sorry. But you asked about historical. So before we get to bras, the whole concept of wrapping or binding, women have done that for ages. Okay. Uh, wrapping or binding breasts. The first ones might have been in ancient Greece, but probably for even longer. Use a band of fabric across the chest, tie it in the back. Very common, obviously, to keep it, you know, keep them from moving. The term brassiere comes from French for upper arm. It's generally thought to have originated with the De Beauvois, De Beau- De Beauvoise Company. I don't know what it is. Okay. Yeah. So they used the term brassiere in ads for whalebone-supported camisoles, basically like corsets and, and other stuff. And Vogue... Corsets. Those existed before bras. Yeah, so those are kind of like the pre-bra thing is the corsets. Duh. Son of a bitch. And a lot of those were metal-framed, but these were like whalebone supported uh things yeah. and so they called them brassiers vogue began talking about brassiers in 1907 i guess that's when it was first printed okay in 1911 the word was added to the oxford english dictionary but specific to what we're actually talking about with a bra that lifts and separates via cups and straps on november 3rd you're giggling like an idiot this is gonna be a terrible <laughs> exercise I'm trying to be trying to be very professional here sorry on November 3rd, 1914, the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office gave a patent to Mary Phelps Jacobs for the garment she called a brassiere. Oh, that's a woman. Yes, it is a lady. I was lied to. Now, granted, the concept has been around for a long time, but in terms of what our modern understanding of a bra is, it was a lady and she patented it. She was 19 when she came up with the idea. Oh. But she actually changed her name after she she sold her bra business to a company called the Warner Brothers Corset Company, which is not affiliated with the warner brothers media company which i checked i couldn't find any indication that it was but yeah just fyi so she changed her name after she sold it to she changed her name to caress crosby i what yeah caress funny enough i was looking at two sources and i read one and it said the lady was mary phelps jacobs and i was like okay and i had another source looking up different information they said it was caress crosby and i'm like what the fuck? These two different sources. And it was like the same story. And I'm like, why is it saying that two different ladies did this? Turns out it's the same lady. She just changed her name later. In the early 20th century in the U.S., at the time, slim cut dresses with plunging necklines were like the fashion. Right. Apparently, she was well endowed. She had to wear one of these dresses for a Manhattan debutante ball in 1913. But she had a bulky corset. So everybody wore corsets. So she tried to wear the bulky corset with the sleek dress, didn't look right, looked un- and it was uncomfortable under it. So she asked her maid to bring her two handkerchiefs and some ribbon. The two of them sewed a bra, essentially. You tied the ribbon, you had the same effect as a corset in the back, but it was sleeker, no whale bones, no metal, uh, much more comfortable. She said it was, quote, delicious. I could move more freely, a nearly naked feeling. And in the mirror, I saw that I was flat and proper. So much easier. How much of, and I don't know if you have this, how much of the necessity for a bra or for wrapping like they did many, many, many years ago is from society and not women just being like, no, I just want to, I just want to smush them down. Well, it's clearly she's fitting into 
I mean, she's got to attend a Manhattan debutante ball, so right, and right. she has to fit in a particular dress that's in fashion. So, and she's like, I was flattened, but so clearly she has to fit into a certain mold, and that's why a lot yeah. of them wore corsets. But she couldn't. She was like, I can't move, and it looks terrible under this type of dress. So she came up with this other idea. So I imagine it's kind of a little bit of both, right? You're trying to fit into this idea, and then it's like, well, if you have to fit into this idea, it's very uncomfortable to do that without needing this. But we'll get into the idea of, obviously, if you're moving around. Obviously, this is much easier to move around. She's like, I have much, you know, I can move more freely. I'm nearly naked because it's a lot better than a corset. Right. But she wore it to the dance. She demonstrated it in dressing rooms with, like, other social gatherings. Uh, She made some for friends and then went for a patent. She argued that it would allow women more freedom of movement than with corsets. It makes sense. She attracted some orders from department stores, but she sold the patent to that Warner Brothers corset company mm-hmm. for about $1,500, the patent okay, for a bra. Not, uh, not a lot of money. It would be about $42,000 today. It's like now like a billion-dollar industry, so right. I don't know if she really, right. she really Although, uh, she did okay there. Looking at her Wikipedia, she seems to have lived a very interesting life. She wrote a biography. I didn't look too too far into it because obviously this is, I don't have all day. But well, uh, apparently she was she was a writer as well. Okay. She wrote seven books, seven books, eight books. There you go. Between nineteen twenty five and nineteen fifty three. So I, I think she, I think she considered herself, uh, and she had a castle apparently. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for helping me learn. Um, You're welcome. I mean, she basically patented something at nineteen. She went to a Manhattan debutante ball. I guess she was well learned. Learned, yeah, whatever you're supposed yeah. to say. As an aside, corsets, as I mentioned, they're usually they had metal components, and actually yeah. in World War One, because of shortages, corsets were banned briefly, hmm. okay. which kind of helped that transition to bras because there was also a metal shortage during World War Two. Yeah, so it's kind of like you know, it's not like overnight everyone's going to switch to bras. Corsets were right. very much the thing before, but obviously yeah. with multiple shortages, they needed them. They needed the metal for them. Uh, yeah. They were also starting to be blamed for a lot of things like health problems, uh, really? corsets, yeah, fainting, muscle atrophy, crushed lungs, and even organ failure due to squeezing. Okay, yes, that makes sense. Corsets, yeah, duh. Yeah, so you know, you feel like you always read like old stuff, like old writings about women, how they're like fainting and they're very dainty and stuff. A you lot had of your that might be because, and stuff. right? A lot of that might be they were just being suffocated by, by a tight it makes corset. Sense. You gotta, you gotta pull them things tight. So I just actually saw a thing on reddit uh i don't know it might have been like anti-work or something but some someone was like oh i work at a country club where all of us have to wear corsets oh my and, god yeah and and I'm, I'm, that's part of their uniform and, and this woman went into like the break room she was on her break and she like undid a little bit of the corset because she was having trouble breathing and sat down and they like disciplined her and like wrote her up and took her off shifts and like were like everyone must always have their uniform on at all time like it was just like this feels weird and barbaric at this point. Like we're gonna. I mean, I feel like from the get go. Well, sure. Don't work don't work the country club where you have to wear. I'm not blaming her. I'm just saying it's no, like yeah. from the get go, like the backwards, you know, aspect of it. But right, right. So there were actually two doctors, doctors Ira and Lucian Warner, who are the guys that started this Warner Brothers corset company. Uh, yeah. They were trying to tell people the issues with corsets because they were causing like health problems. Yeah. And they ended up making their own health corset with flexible health corset. Okay. Yeah. With flexible fabric late in 1873. Uh, they started their own company and the, the Warner Brothers corset company and the corsets were super popular and they it took off. 
And they obviously had the money to buy that bra design from Caress Crosby uh, later on. Yeah. Um, Mary Phelps Mary Jacob. Phelps Jacobs. There you go. Is it Caress or Carice? I guess there's two S's. So. I guess it could be Carice. I don't know. Uh, well, everyone should look her up. Yeah. She's very interesting. Sure. So. so, yeah, I guess just as a brief pause. So it really wasn't by a man. Now, granted, they've been around for a long time. And, it, you know, the concept has been around. But our modern concept of a bra was was made by a woman. Right. Now, you could argue societal, you know, it was made out of necessity to conform right. to, you know, to society. So, uh, Well, and the Warner Brothers Corset Company really did a lot of the, the pushing with the bra. So, you know, men yeah. were pushing it. Right. But to their credit, they were like, man, these corsets are really fucking people up. We should True. come up with a less rigid... You know what? Now, granted, women should still do this. They should put themselves in these still, you know, but right. maybe not but don't metal hurt yourself. and so con- Yeah, n- don't hurt yeah. yourself. The ABCD cup system was introduced in the late 1920s and early 30s. It was either by William and Ida Rosenthal, who were the founders of Maiden Form, which is uh, still an underwear bra company, yeah. or by another company called S.H. Camp and Company. In the 1920s, bandeau bras, which flattened breasts, were common because they went with the flapper look. And in the 1930s, the industry took off with new things like adjustable elastic straps, padded cups, etc. Mm-hmm. Frederick Mellinger, who is the founder of Fredericks of Hollywood, uh-huh. He came up with the front hook bra and the rising star bra, which is now called the push-up bra. So it's that clearly a male was by a man, of course. <laughs> of course. Back in 1948. Okay. So there you get the man. He's like, well, because, well, you know, like before it was like they're flattening them. And then clearly right. the trend went the other way. And it was like, well, why don't we show them off? Right. So. There was a, a lot about Mellinger. Funny enough, he originally worked for a mail order opera- operation in Manhattan, and he suggested that they sell black lingerie instead of just white. Apparently, white was like all they sold stuff in huh. um, for the most part. It was the very typical one. I guess the idea of like black lingerie was like scandalous. Like yeah, everybody okay. just did white. Like black was, I guess, for whores. I don't know. But colors of was. He he was fired for suggesting this idea. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Crazy guy. Later, he was in the army, and he saw pinups. Like you know, guys would put pinup art in the barracks and stuff. And yeah. Apparently, guys were like, "I wish they wore stuff other than white." And he was like, "I knew it. I knew they wanted it." <laughs> I would write the whole time. He went back and he started his own company, and then obviously, Fredericks of Hollywood was. Uh, there a big know. company. I think it filed for bankruptcy a while back, but yes, I think they it's still ha- around. They, they do not have a store on Hollywood Boulevard anymore. Yeah, I think it still exists, but I, I think it's been through bankruptcy. In the late 1970s, Lisa Lindhall, Hinda Miller, and Polly Palmer Smith invented the sports bra, or what they called the jog bra. Okay. Women. That's good. Yeah. Women came up with the a sports practical. bra. Yeah. Do you know how they made it? No. They used a pair of men's jock straps and sewed them together. They worked at the costume department in the University of Vermont. Uh, Lindahl, Lisa Lindahl, she wanted to solve the problem of having sore breasts after running. Makes sense. Yeah, it's a very well, common thing. I don't have this here, but I when I read about that, there was also talking about how, because in the 70s, women athletes were, were more prominent, both yeah. in like the Olympics and like other stuff. So 
that's part of the reason like it took off because it, there was obviously a need for it. Um, right. And then obviously that one woman was, you know, a runner, you know, so she wanted a way to, to be more comfortable. Today, nearly 95% of women in Western countries wear bras and it's a billion dollar industry, like I mentioned. Interesting. Not, not if you're walking around my neighborhood, just saying. Yeah. You know, you mentioned you were like, I think the bras and the way out, that's kind of something that has popped up. I want to say since I forget what the article, I, I, I didn't clip this part, but I saw something that was basically like, I don't know, every couple decades, that's like a think piece, like a pundit piece where someone is like, mm. the bra's on its way out. Like, it's done now. Like, we're we're going to move on, you know, past it. And it's still yeah. still hanging still around. 95% of women in yeah. the uh, yeah. well, Western yeah. countries. So Interesting. Because, right, was it the 60s or 70s people were burning their bras? And, yeah. You know, you know obviously there's... Flows. Yeah. It's funny because you read about the bra, feminists didn't like the corset. So it was kind right. of like a you know movement forward to use the bra because then it's right. like oh my god this isn't as bad for your health as or as constricting as as corsets and now it's like well you don't even need it but then on the other end people need it for you know so they're not hurting them uh, you right. know if you're running or exercising or whatever uh, so it's just kind of interesting that it kind of depends on the context what you you know what you feel about it but yeah it almost feels like it it makes it makes sense in a sporting scenario like a jock strap like you're gonna strap it all down because right. you're gonna be out there running you don't want to you know risk uh, getting whacked in the nuts or <laughs> whacked in the boob yeah you know, or you don't want them getting all over the place but 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 outside <laughs> of that it still seems odd to me that women have to wear bra- well they don't have to but like societally it is expected of a woman to wear a bra it's not expected of a man to wear a, a jock strap. You know, how many dudes walk around in sweatpants and you're like, bro, bro, your dick's too big to be walking around in sweatpants like that. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't think obviously there's any equivalent. I'm not going to pretend that I know what it's like to be a woman, but I know there are certain things that like when I go to work, like the expectation is that I wear a tie. I wear a button up shirt. I wear a belt and, you know, dress shoes. Right, and... these are all exterior clothes. Right. Whereas a bra is like an undergarment. Right. Like, is a woman expected to wear a... Like, if a co-worker showed up to work without a bra on, would the management be like, come on now? Uh, Because, it like, that shouldn't be an issue. Because if you show up to work without underwear on, well, no one knows, but, like, you you shouldn't have... Because it's underwear, you know? <laughs> um, So... Designers actually have challenges satisfying demand for bras that inco- that accommodate increased bust sizes now. In a 10-year span like 2004-2014, the most common size in the UK went from 34B to 36C. So we're generally getting bigger. I don't know what that necessarily says, but it's just something where it's harder yeah. to accommodate larger sizes. That actually sent me down a thing. Do you know like how, what a bra size is? You mean like the A, B, C? What, yeah, do you know what that all means? Like if it's thirty six C, do you know what that means? Uh is it like thirty six inches around? I don't know. Yeah, basically. Okay. Oh, and then okay. what's the C? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like <laughs> how well your boobs do in school? I don't know. Uh, well, your boobs got a D. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess because you could go up past F, so that doesn't really make sense. But that's true. Or you can um, have a double D, right? Right, right. You you barely passed twice. Um, so bra size is the, the band size is the number. The cup size is the letter. Ah, okay. It's important to find the right size. Uh, it could be really uncomfortable. You can have aches, back pain. If it's not the right size, there's a subreddit called a bra that fits. 
Oh. It's got over 400,000 members. They'll help you find a bra that fits you. It's a very common problem. Well, then don't problem. some people have different sized boobs? Yeah, you got all, you know, all sorts of things. There's a whole community to help you on Reddit. So, yeah. Basically, right. when you measure, you measure your your bust, which is the uh-huh. fullest part around you, so nipple level, right? And then you okay. measure the band, which is where the band of the bra would sit, and the cup size, you subtract the the band from your bust measurement. And then you get the okay. cup size. So for, let's say, in one example, double A is less than one inch. Nine inches would be I. So A, B, C, D, okay. E, F, G, H, I. So it's quite a few for, for nine inches. But you probably wonder what the biggest size is. Sure. Annie Hawkins Turner has the largest natural breasts in the world. Her bra size is 102ZZ. Z. Three Z. Z's. Three Z's. Three Z's. <laughs> Jesus. Her breasts alone weigh 89 pounds. Jesus. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like a, that's like a whole other small person. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was like, I, do they go up to Z? Apparently they go up to three Z's. I mean. These three Z's freezy breeze blue. I, sorry, that... Dr. <laughs> So does that mean that there's like somebody out there who's got like a a T? Yeah, I guess so. Or did they just like they were like, "Well, your boobs are really big, so we're just going to make them Z." And she was like, "Make them 3 Zs." And they were like, "Okay." Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this lady even has a I mean, I guess you could have it like custom made. I right, I would imagine she has a custom bra at this point. Right, right. Well, and she's like world famous now. Maybe she has a sponsor, a bra sponsor. That you know what? Maybe she does. Yeah. I would imagine. So that's how that's how cup sizes work. You oh, asked me if there's an ankle bra or a butt bra. I don't know what an ankle bra would be. You mean like a well, sock? Well, there was a time when ankles were very scandalous, you know. So you mean Something like a sock? A sock? A, like a sock would hold it in, hold your ankles in, cover yeah. them up. Shin guards. <laughs> Boots. There um, you go. <laughs> so I don't know what that means when you ask yeah. me that. There is a butt bra. Not just underwear. Well, I mean, essentially it's like that. There's the Spanx booty bra. Ah, uh, I have heard of Spanx. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Spanx is they have a lot of different products that like Oh, that it like boosts your butt up or something? It lifts and separates the butt, just like a bra <laughs> would lift and separate your tits. I um uh, look, other companies not... have other variations of this. Other companies have special like pants or shorts that, that kind of do this. Right. It's it's a common thing. It's booty bra or very different variations huh. of the that name. But yeah. I can't imagine that and I'm not a woman. I don't know. <laughs> But I can't imagine it's comfortable to walk around with your butt separated. Like well, lifted is one thing, but then like it's not pulling separated? it apart. It's not pulling it apart. I guess you're, you know, it's just it's not pushed together. I w- <laughs> you said it lifts and separates, right? I think they mean like 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 a bra. Like it makes it like more comfortable. Like they're set, you know, together. Like what instead your- of. But not already comfortable? I feel like that's... I don't know. Maybe if you have a big ass. I don't know. Right, Maybe okay. that's something people hey, need. Know. But it is a product that exists. I'm that's and you. good for them. Yes. You asked about, like, the sexuality. I didn't want to... I wanted to be more specific to the bra, right? But you're like, well, what? You right. know, why is that, like... You know, because it's a man thing to, like, boobs. So I, I right. was like, well, let me... Is there a particular reason for that? Let me try to find. Well, it. I know that I well I know that in not all cultures 
is the breast of a sexual object. Right. Like if you look at cultures where they don't wear, so I, yeah. you know, the, the breast is just like, well, that's where milk comes from for babies. But otherwise, like, right. you know, in, in cultures with bras, we're like, oh, boobs, man, they're the best. Right. I tried to look into it. The problem is it's it's too much like pop science stuff. So mm. it's like I couldn't get like a decent source for this in terms of like, oh, this is something that is useful and accurate. It's just like a lot of like, well, you know, some studies suggest this not. And it's like some bullshit website. So I'm like, I, you know, I'll just leave yeah. that alone. You can look that up on your own time. Um, <laughs> OK. There was some suggestion that it's like if you have like a fatherly like instinct because they're typically used for feeding that you're more likely to enjoy breasts on women because you're and you're you would also be more inclined to have kids. So there's like some connection there. The men don't typically actually like large breasts. They typically prefer like medium breasts, but it was all over the place. I was like, I'm not going to get into that. I don't see any like reliable information here. But so I'll just stick with that's where the bra came from. That's why it's used. And that's all that's all I got for bras. Okay. Well, I I I learned. I definitely learned about bras. Yeah. I'll tack on that I've noticed and maybe this is just always going on that there's always somebody inventing like a new bra like but there's like different styles of bras that will come out and you'll start to see them more. Like I feel like the wire bra is 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 like a rigid kind of like you know now people want like just material they don't want wires or plastic in it it's just right right focuses on it's like moving away from the corset and going to the bra it's like moving away from the rigid aspect and going to just more fabric right going Um, yeah and i well it sounds like the original bra was not particularly wiry either it was two handkerchiefs and some ribbon, so exactly. So no. she wasn't trying to make it, and then and then the Warners came in and they were like, "Put a wire in it, boys." <laughs> I, I mean, I, they boat. bought they bought the design from her, so uh, right. And they were like, "Now let's start." Let's start I don't know if they when they added wires, um, but they added the uh, old Frederick. He came and added the push up. Frederick, uh, that's so a bitch. <laughs> so that's bras. That's all I got. There you go. That's that's bras from two straight guys. <laughs> yes. You know that we're the people that you want to learn it from. Yeah. You know I we're so. answering the questions that men are afraid to ask. We're trying to help everybody <laughs> learn about bras. This isn't Ian wants to learn gender specific things. This is Ian wants point, to learn. I want to point out you started this off with I want to learn about boobs. What like, was it? That the... was a joke. That's <laughs> sure. called humor. Sure. Satire. I was sure. satirizing the, 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 the episode. <laughs> it was a joke. If somebody uh, can't laugh at that joke, then, you know. I mean, I picked, I agreed to the topic because you gave me a list of stuff and I was you, like. You, you chose the topic from a group of topics. So well, you know, I was like, I was like. This is your fault, not mine. I don't, I don't know who, who came up with bras either. Fuck it. <laughs> Let's learn about bras. But now you know. Now, now I know a lot. Sympathize about bras. and empathize with with women and their bra issues. We get it now. We know what the number means. We know what the letter means. We know it goes up yeah. to triple Z. I know how it works. Yeah. Anyway, you know what? At the end of the day, the bra is a is a a, a patriarchal chain on women. <laughs> uh, except for, except I, for the sports bra that was invented by women. Well, in the actual bra, it was better. Sure, but she did that to fit into a dress for a debutante ball. Right. So, 
you know. Well, it's tough, right? It's like, how do you determine what is her choice? Because she, she didn't live now, right? right? Which obviously it's not great for women anyway, but particularly recently. But, True. I mean, women don't have to attend debutante balls, right? True. I guess most of them. I don't know how many debutante balls still exist. I'm, I'm sure, sure in the South, there, in there the South. they exist. Yep, I'm sure. But it's like, how do you separate a choice from a choice being made in the context of the time when it's like, really, is there really a choice? I don't know. Well, like if if a if a contestant in like the Miss America contest like invented a new bra so she could fit into her dress for Miss America, is that like her choice, or is that like you know, I mean, it it's her choice, but it's like, is is this like a patriarchal sort of bullshit that she's like, well, I gotta fit into my dress so the men can judge me. You know, if I'm the most prettiest woman in the country. You know? Yeah, that that whole concept of Miss America. It's stupid. Beauty pageants. Yeah, it just blows yeah. my mind. So I, I don't even know. I can't put myself in that position. I mean, clearly, like you grew up thinking that was the thing that you should achieve. Right. And I, I don't know. I guess it's good if you achieve it. I don't do they give like scholarships or some shit. I, don't I think know. they Maybe do. I think you get it. some money and you go talk to people and you try to, you know, you're a, a public speaker and you uplift the... Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know if it's maybe that different. You know, it's like a job, right, where you had to go, you know, your uniform was a corset. Their job, the uniform is a bikini whatever. And a ball dress. Yeah, a ball dress. Um, so that's bras. Yeah. yeah. This is Vinny Wants to Learn. I'm Patrick. And I'm Ian. And I learned. Have a good one. <laughs> From all men, you're um, welcome. <laughs> what? No. Well, they, the women invented that one. <laughs> anyway. The, well, because they came from Jockstrap.